Good afternoon, this is Tom Koster from the Netherlands, and I want to welcome all of you to this information session of the Tom Koster and Partners podcasts. And today's topic is ignore reality. And to ignore reality, actually that's a, a subhead of a summary of the book Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. In our digital concierge community, we have more than 350 book summaries available and every summary is about 12 to 15 minutes long and can be either read and or listened to by audio and you should have access for at least uh, one year for free to the community and when you log into the community then you can scroll down to different kinds of summaries all in the, for, in, the, in the field of either uh, leadership or marketing, or sales and personal development. Uh, and one of these summary books is the book called Steve Jobs by the author Walter Isaacson. And when we look at the book and we look at the title, uh, the subtitle of one of the chapters, uh, Ignore Reality, then it says that Jobs famously, Steve Jobs, eh, famously had what most people who knew him called the reality distortion field. He had the unique ability to make people believe that anything was possible, even though after they walk away from Jobs, they know it was impossible. This didn't always manifest itself in positive ways. He could demand more from his team than anybody else could reasonably expect, often pushing people over the edge. However, as people who have worked with him would tell you, it often worked. Before they had started Apple together, Steve Jobs together with Steve Wozniak, Steve Jobs outsourced one of the jobs that was supposed to be working on, he was supposed to be working on at Atari. So Steve Jobs was working on a job for Atari and he outsourced that job to Steve Wozniak, telling Steve Wozniak that he needed it done, the job to be done in just a few days, even though most engineers would take at least a few months Uh, but Wozniak finished it in just four days and turned in a design that was efficient and elegant. And Steve Jobs presented it to Atari. And Jobs would turn this so-called trick multiple times in his career, pushing people beyond the limits of what they believed they could accomplish and producing remarkable success as a result. So ignoring reality is something that Jobs used a lot. But one thing is for sure, there are limits that we all place on ourselves that we would be better off ignoring if we want to do something great with our lives, of course. Now, that's one of the, what, what I just read, is one of the summary parts of the book Steve Jobs. 
Now, there's also a part on focus. I'm going to share a little bit about that in, in a few moments. Also part about inspiration. Also about a part about products. Also part about platform. And also a part about experience. And there, then there's a conclusion to it all. Now, um, let's look at the subhead focus in the summary. So Steve Jobs thought and was convinced that focus was essential. And when he came back for the second term to Apple, because he was fired by uh, John Scully, who was the CEO of Apple um, during the last period of his first time at Apple. And John Scully was hired by Apple from Pepsi company to come in and to restructure the whole company. So Steve Jobs was fired by John Scully. Uh, but Scully wasn't successful in uh, building Apple to a successful company. And therefore Jobs was invited to come back. So when he came back, there were 350 product lines at Apple. And what he did related to the theme of focus is what Steve Jobs did. He took out his so-called scalpel and he started cutting away product lines until there were 10 core product lines left. And the problem that Steve Jobs pointed out about focus is that he said that most people have the idea of focus backwards. And he said, quote, people think focused, focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on. But that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundreds of other good ideas that are out there. And you have to pick carefully. End quote. So that's the whole thing turning around, saying no to most things and just focus, focus, focus on a few things, focus on the most important things and eliminate everything else. Now, the summary goes also to the part where we talk about inspiration. And Jobs often quoted the famous Henry Ford line, If I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Now, Henry Ford was the inventor of the automobile, and Henry Ford got his inspiration to produce automobiles in a productive way. He got his inspiration when he was visiting a slaughterhouse in Chicago, And he saw how the cows were transported on the assembly line and were, uh, were, were uh, pr produced uh, by, by the workers to different kinds of meat. So that is where Henry Ford got the idea for the assembly line for the cars. So he didn't invent it, the assembly line, he just got the inspiration by looking at the slaughterhouse in Chicago and he 
tried and tested it for himself. So the point is that inspiration often comes outside of our own industry. And we should be able and, and willing to look at other industries and see what they are doing and how we can get ideas and inspiration from other industries applying to our own industry. Now, there's also talking about the products and the dominating theme about any Apple products from the beginning of the company is simplicity. And Jobs felt that it was critical that their products are incredibly easy to use right out of the box. And Jobs consistently for forced Apple to search for the simplicity on the far side of complexity. Now, some words about platform. Um, Apple, Steve Jobs says that the personal computer, way back in 2001, would become the digital hub that coordinated many, if not all, of the devices in our digital life. It would manage our music, our pictures, our video, and everything in our digital life would revolve around the personal computer. And now, from 2001 all the way to 2023, um, we can say that uh, he succeeded in that. Not only with Apple, of course, but also other products, uh, Microsoft-related, also Google-related, have the same thing. One device connecting to many other things. And Jobs knew that if you treated the digital life as a platform, not as a bunch of separate products, you could make each device much easier to use because the computer would take over many of the tasks. And when we look at what Google is doing with Android, it's basically the same thing that Steve Jobs and Apple invented in their product lines. Next, we talk about experience, and that's the experience that the customer has in buying products and services. And what Jobs did, he, he created the Apple stores. And in the Apple stores, you could only buy uh, Apple products or other quality products that can be used as an addition to the Apple products. But the Apple products were sold basically by employees in the Apple Store who were specially trained in telling the customers the benefits and the advantages of the Apple products so people would buy the Apple products. So the employees were very knowledgeable and they had great expertise. And of course the Apple Stores became a great success and they still are a great success. And to finish this episode of the, the podcast, uh, the conclusion of the summary is that um, the attention to detail that Steve Jobs has and the curiosity about the world, how the world, world works that Steve Jobs has is something that at least I myself can learn a lot from and maybe that goes for you too. My name is Tom Koster, I'm the founder and CEO of Digital Concierge, wishing you a great day and bye for now.